This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welcome to Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Lindsay Weber. I'm Bobby Finger. And this is Who's There? Bobby, can you name me all of Cheryl's names? Can you name me Cheryl's full name? Cheryl? Cheryl is pregnant with one of the children from uh, One Direction's child. Can you name her? And so in honor of that, this is a quiz. Can you name her full name? Cheryl. Cheryl. We're not talking about Liam's. Yes. Liam's a dad. Liam is a dad. So this is, but we're talking about, I didn't know what Cheryl. Cheryl. It's not Cheryl Cole. No. It's not Cheryl Hines. It's not Cheryl (laughs) Crow. It's not Cheryl. Who are other Cheryls? It's just, what's, she has last names. Can you name any of her names? No. <laughs> that was, the, I wa- <laughs> this is the new concept is this part. I, I did a quiz. Uh, a quiz? No. Can you, could you, before you prepared? Cheryl Ann Fernandez dash Versini. <laughs> no, I didn't know that. And I don't think you knew that either. Of course I didn't. But I thought, <laughs> <laughs> but I thought you, I don't know. I thought you might. But the news is that uh, she is pregnant with the child of One Direction singer Liam. I don't know his what's his last name. Payne. Payne. Liam Payne. Payne. But I thought, but is this the same? Does, isn't Liam already a daddy? No, that no. This is a different. Uh, I don't know. Wait, no. This is a different guy. Liam is a daddy. No, uh, the other guy is a daddy. This is a different One Direction. Harry's not a daddy. Okay, uh, first of all, can you just say stop saying daddy like I hate uh, it? No, who's not Louis, a daddy? Louis is a daddy. Oh, Louis Tomlinson is a daddy. So Louis is a dad. Stop saying daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Should I say papa? What's the what was the thing this week that it was today like, on the It was like papa. hipster men want to be hipsters called papa. Be called papa. Okay, papa. so so the only non-problematic member is Niall now. Right. Cuz Oh, I love Niall. Cuz Louis has a baby. Uh, Harry, I don't even know. Zane is problematic. <laughs> well, and... Harry is an actor now. Harry's in the Christopher Nolan movie. Exactly. And Liam now is, exactly. is pregnant. Did you know that <laughs> Liam's she... not pregnant? Cheryl Ann Fernandez uh, dash something is. Fun fact, she was a judge um, on, one, on X Factor when he auditioned and he was 16. <laughs> And now, oh right! Oh my God, that's her! Yeah. Oh my God! Oh, I just saw the the little the the audio bars on my audacity. Just got really crazy. So sorry. <laughs> that's gonna sound bad. Sorry, everyone. No, I think it's worth the excitement. So basically, that happened today. So now that's our intro. But now we're just like really off on a tangent. We owe it to our listeners to just answer their calls. So we should let's do it. You will drive us. Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. Loyal listener. Love your podcast. I have a comment. Um, the Glennon Doyle Melton um, podcast, the episode that you guys did about her, I just have to get this off of my chest because I'm screaming it in the car while I'm listening. I tried reading... Love Warrior, her book, and I got about halfway through, and I just could not 
understand it anymore. It came across as just not genuine. And so I quit reading it. I went online, read a couple of reviews about it, and some people felt the same way, but the majority of people loved it. And I'm like, it sounded so fake. And then she she um, divorces her husband and is now with Abby, and I'm like, that's it. The whole book she talked about, well, not the whole book, but every time she mentioned sex in the book, it was with a man, and she hated it. She was always talking about how she never liked sex. I mean, I just, I like that she read the book and was like, this feels like this woman is not happy in this book. And it was like, yeah, no, exactly. Like, she's not. And like, uh, here's why. <laughs> yeah, here's why. Um, and I like that someone was reading this book before her big sort of headline-making well, reveal. Right. I mean, it was you know? a big book, right? That was the whole thing. It was like that it... Yeah, because Oprah did it. Oprah but did I it. kind of thought... I thought that she discussed her um, her sexuality in the book. I didn't realize that it was that big of a reveal afterwards. I thought it sort of went into it, but knowing that it doesn't is also very interesting. Yeah, it's like a fun... Um, like It's a fun addendum. When you finish the book, you you know, you know go for some behind-the-scenes content, and mm-hmm. what do you know? A whole thing. Yeah, and you get some... It, like, contextualizes the whole thing. Okay, it's kind of like reading um, Eat, Pray, Love in 2016 and then looking at all the shit she's done and been and being like, whoa, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, I guess. Great, you know? Yeah. Or it's like, it's like reading... It's like reading an old, like, a diary of yourself whenever you were, like, a teen, when you were, like, figuring things out. And yeah. it's like, oh, my God, this is before I knew everything. Yeah, but um, imagine if you'd written a book when you were a teen and it was a bestseller. <laughs> and then you went back and you were like, hmm, maybe. Mm. Anyways, next call. <laughs> okay, so I'm sure that someone's already called about this, but is Tequila like a white supremacist? Um, anyways, thank you. I hope you guys are having a nice Thanksgiving. This is Luke. Bye. Uh, short answer, yes. <laughs> Tila Tequila is a white supremacist. Also, I really love that segue from like, is she a white supremacist? Happy, Happy Thanksgiving! Thanksgiving. <laughs> um, so I just wanted to, just so you, I wanted to discredit her completely, basically. So from in 2013, the Washington Post wrote this article about what Tila Tequila believes in. Here are the, uh, here are the seven things she believes in. She's descended from an alien race who came from the stars. She's an angel, a queen, and quite possibly the iteration of Isis. She can travel through time and space and has, in the process, fallen in love with Nikola Tesla. Four, humanity is controlled by a new world order composed of Illuminati, Satanist, Zionists, and lizard people. Five, this new world order has succeeded in engineering, covering up just about everything you think you know about. Ready? World War II, 9-11, and Paul Walker's death. Six, a Judgment Day reckoning space battle is coming in which Tila and her kind will fight and the new world order... They will fight the New World Order to save the race. And seven, all of tequila, tequila's face, Teal Tequila's Facebook haters, a.k.a. the brainwashed <laughs> prote- propagandists, will perish in this battle. Oh, my God. I like imagining, like, the New World Order in their conference room, like, like thousands of years ago because Talking they can travel Paul through Walker's time death. and space. No, but it's just a, it's a dry erase board with nine, three bullets, 9-11. World, World War, War II, II Paul, Walker's, Paul death. Walker's death. And then one's like, wait, which one's... So I understand the concept of World War and I understand the concept of a terrorist attack, but like, who's Paul Walker going to be in the future? And the guy's just like, there are going to be these great movies. They're going to come out. There's going to be a hundred of them. And he's, the world is going to love them and he's going to be the star. And when he dies, it's going to throw the world into a And then a panic. like Nikola Tesla walks in in a bathroom and he's like, babe, come back to bed. And she's like, okay. <laughs> 
Oh my god. Okay, I can't talk about this anymore. Yeah, she's a white supremacist and um, a total nut. Yeah, clearly. So, um, (laughs) next call. Hi, Weekly. I have a question. So, Lady Gaga, obviously of them, but like, is it just me or is everything she's doing lately with this Joanne, like, bullshit, totally hooey? Like, this stupid ass hat that she's wearing everywhere and like these get ups, it's like, it's so hooey to me, right? Please advise. Okay, bye. I don't know that she's necessarily doing hooey things. She is doing very Gaga things, but it's just in a different, it's a different tone. I it's mean, the same Gaga. isn't every album promotion just one hooey thing after another? When yeah. you are in full promo mode, you are going to go off the deep end in doing hooey things. Yeah, but it's like she's doing conceptually the exact same stuff that she did for Art Pop. Yes. She just toned it down. Also, These are the same stunts. They're just supposed to be stripped. It's stripped down. Also, think about the perspective in which you see Gaga now versus like when she did this stuff before, right? Before she was at the top of her game, pop star, number one pop star, doing stuff people have never seen or heard before. Everyone's like, oh my God, everything she does is amazing. Now it's kind of like... Uh, what's this? This is thirsty. What's this hat? What are you doing? Enough, you know? It's yeah. hard. Another reason another reason I love this call is because I do now I'm now every time I see this hat, I'm gonna think of I'm gonna like personify this hat who? and think of the hat as a who. <laughs> because the hat sort of has hallmarks of a who. The hat is sort of like the friend. Yeah. Like the friend who's always there. And like, who is this friend? Who is Gaga's friend who's in all of her Instagram pictures? This but it's a hat. Friend. This <laughs> yeah. new friend. Where it's like, there'll be a Daily Mail article or no, a BuzzFeed article that's like, have you noticed that there's this pink woman in all of Gaga's Instagrams? Like, who the hell is she? Five things to know about Gaga's hat. And it's like, the hat was made if, in Taiwan. If the hat you was- <laughs> think that somebody hasn't already written five things to know about Lady Gaga's hat, you don't read enough of the internet because clearly that has been done. That hat, when the album came out and that became the signature of the album, people were definitely talking about that stupid hat. But it's not like things to know about the hat. I mean, but come on, like content, of course, there definitely exists. Speaking of things to know about people, like in the tabloid style, there was, um, I pitched something at work yesterday that got completely ignored. Hello, my coworkers who listen to this. Shocking. And then after, and then I was like, oh, maybe they didn't see it. And then I like re-pitched it again and it got completely ignored again. So there's this. um... I like that they have pity for you that when it's just such a bad idea, it's just, it's not like this is bad. It's just like, Um, we're not even responding. Yeah, and then like someone will someone will pitch something that's like very serious, and it's like, oh god. Um, so this is, um, uh, like, oh. Uh. So this one is, it was about the 117 year old woman, the world's oldest woman, like the world's oldest person. Her name is Emma Morano. Okay. And have you read about this woman? No. Literally 117. An, I'm sorry. Years there's old. a new oldest woman in the world every day. These people <laughs> yeah. die once a week, and there's a new oldest person. I'm, but, it's kind of sad that they don't get to be the oldest person for that long because they just keep dying, and then the next person is like, "Ooh, I'm the oldest person now." It's so stupid. Well, for, well first of all, no one's none of the 117 year olds are saying, "Ooh, I'm the oldest person now." They're like, "Ooh, why am I still alive? I hate this. I want to be dead. This is the worst." <laughs> I like. I mean, I there's hate truly this. nothing. I mean, while we're kind of on this, there's truly nothing sadder than the press around being the oldest person in the world because it's like <laughs> they're like, how'd she live so long? And it's like, uh, she was single her whole life and never ate raisins. Like, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> 
Or then there's the ones who are like, she gets a, she takes a shot of whiskey with their breakfast. She takes a shot of whiskey with their lunch. She takes a shot of whiskey with their dinner, and she eats thirty eggs a day. And you're like, what? I can't wait till I'm the oldest woman in the world. And they're like, she reads twenty five websites a day. She tweets twenty thousand times a day. <laughs> But I also love the ones where it's like, oh, well, like, Henry is 130 and he smokes seven packs of Marlboro Reds every day and it's fine. So what I my pitch was, I thought it was really funny because there are all these stories about this woman, um, Emma Morano, and she lives in Italy, I think. Okay. Yeah. So what's your pitch? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So my pitch, my ignored pitch was I wanted to write in a very, like, make a really stupid graphic as well and do five things to know about <laughs> Emma Morano. Just headline at that. Yeah. And it was going to be like, she was born in 1899. <laughs> like, and it's literally like, she has three eggs every single day. I can see it's why just, they ignored it's this It's so good. But listen, to she's been eating three eggs a day, two of them raw for more than 90 years. <laughs> what? And then, and then this story goes on and it says... That's over 100,000 eggs over a lifetime. Ew, why did you count them up? Who the fuck <laughs> She supplements the eggs over the course of an average day with ground meat, what? pasta, and cookies. And then her doctor... And Wait, then her does doctor she goes, mix the ground meat and the pasta together? Like, is it like a ragu? Yeah, it's or like a bolognese. Okay, it's good. they make it sound like she's eating, like, these separate ingredients. <laughs> no. But then the last line, which I don't even, I don't know how I veered off into this tangent, but listen. Yeah. They interview her doctor. Yeah. And the doctor oh, goes, God. the doctor just goes, Emma, Emma has always eaten very few vegetables, very little fruit. <laughs> Wait, what? What? Where it's just like, she's doing everything we tell our patients not to do. And surprise, she was born in the... 19th century. I mean, I just feel like one, there's no way that doctor has been her doctor for longer than maybe 10 years or something. So it's not like he knows her entire life. He just knows the last 10 years of her life where she's basically like de- in like has dementia and like what if your doctor is the second oldest person in the world? <laughs> <laughs> like, like... Then he's going to want you to die so he can have that 15 minutes of fame where everybody wants to know what he ate for breakfast for fucking a thousand years. That'd be a really good movie. Also, we should move on. This is crazy. Hi there, Who Weekly. This is Allison in Oakland. And I am calling because my coworker, who is about six years younger than me, just said the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. And that is that Kathy Lee Gifford is a who. And I just thought that was appalling. And then... My other coworker, who's a few years younger than me, had to Google her. And so I'm just really upset about this, and I need you guys to clear it up for us. Um, thanks. And good form, Bella Thorne. Adios. That's very upsetting. Yeah, it's true. I, I find it very upsetting. I mean, you're a Today Show stan, so you're you're particularly biased. Yeah, but also, I guess we are, I don't know, of like a particular age where even though I didn't watch Kathy Lee, Kathy Lee was like a very, in the in the media that I consumed as a child, Kathy Lee was like a common joke. She was like always a pop culture well, reference she's a things. very campy, female, you know, like lesser Oprah, you know, yeah. woman who's remember, always been around. 
Like, remember things like uh, her, oh, her sweatshop. When people had had her clothes were made in a sweatshop, and that was a joke on everything. It's like Kathy yeah. Lee, who's like this apparently, yeah. like, a supposed perfect Christian, had her ship built in a sweatshop. And then also in movies like The First Wives Club, where she has a tiny cameo she, at the end. She represented a specific type of person throughout the, like, 80s and 90s, is kind yes. of what I think you're trying to say. A specific type of broadcaster right so this 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 uh, shameless kind of tammy lee baker of the modern era like not that she obviously less christiany but like super (laughs) kind of christian less aggressive she loved to talk about her son cody and her husband and like she was married to like one of the most famous football players ever i would say Mm, at least to me because i don't know many old football players but i would say i know frank gifford's an old football player could i name another well he's dead the late frank gifford i mean well she won't let you forget that he's dead also that's her one of her (laughs) favorite topics he was her husband but i think Um, um what's nice about her is that the Today Show was like a revival for her. So she hopped onto this fifth hour and made it kind of iconic, at least. I mean, I think it's, right? It's like... Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So I think that Um, she's still pretty themmy. Like, she hasn't fallen off is what I think. And I actually, you know, whatever. Like, Hoda, who I love, might be a little bit hooey just because at first, you know, people don't, that's not a brand name quite. Yeah. Also, where is Hoda from? Like, wh- wh- where was Hoda before she was on the Today Show? I think she was a broad, I think she was a traditional, like, broadcast. Like, she, I think she has an actual background that is respected. Oh, and like journalism? <laughs> and now she just, like, drinks wine and, like, Kathy yells at her. You know, I don't, I think she. And also, I think the funny joke is that they never actually get, they have, like, one sip of wine. Right. And, like, the joke is like, oh, they're drinking wine at 10 a.m. Right. It's, it's a like, good joke. They've been though. up since 3 a.m. Sure. Um, but, like, good joke. A good joke to me. Good joke. Next call. Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. My name is Emily. I'm here with my friend Catherine. Say hi, Catherine. Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. So we really love your show. We're both grad students in Seattle, Washington. And we um, are watching the Gilmore Girls together uh, while doing homework today. And we have noticed that over Thanksgiving, Taylor Swift has been posting Instagram posts with this guy, Todrick, and we do not know who he is. Those are my questions. Have a good Thanksgiving. Good morning, Uh Lindsay, Todrick Hall. YouTuber. Okay. Uh, drag race. So, wait, let's singer. give the context. T- Taylor Swift posts, like, Instagram once a month. And, of course, it's somehow news every time. I don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. it's because she just features Especially if there's a new person no in it. Yeah. Ever heard of. Right. So, her Thanksgiving was full of tags of people. Like, I literally... She did a mannequin challenge, which... Uh, all right. And it was full of people. Like, she tagged someone named Dr. Jari, who I won't even... I don't even want to know who that is. Like, who cares? But... <laughs> Basically, <laughs> before she uh, celebrated Thanksgiving, she went to a production of Kinky Boots on Broadway starring this guy named Todrick Hall, who actually has quite a long career. He is like a U- former YouTube star who was also on American Idol and is now a judge on Drag Race. What else? That's it, right? That's a lot of things. That's a lot of things, yeah. Um, you He's might remember 31. Him. Yeah, you might remember him from any of those things. He's, like, pretty talented. I think the YouTube star kind of throws people off. They're like, ew. But then turns out he's one of the ones that actually could do stuff, like sing, clearly. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, Taylor, he's, like, Taylor Swift bait because he's got that Broadway thing. And, you know, he's cute and gay, I believe. Right? Yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. I just love the one funny thing about him is his Wikipedia is, like, pretty normal. But then... <laughs> The last sentence of his, um, the last sentence of his television section, it says, 
2015, Todrick auditioned for NBC's The Wiz Live, but was not offered the position of acting as the Scarecrow, the role he initially tried out for. God. That's like very rude to put in there. (laughs) Who put that in there? (laughs) He didn't get a, he basically, so they're like, oh, he auditioned for The Wiz Live, but didn't get the role. It's like, okay, cool. Thanks. Moving on. So now you know that sad part of his life. Um, and that's it. That's who he is. I don't think there's, I don't really know anything like quirky about him. So I can't really help you. I just know that he. There were those photos of them singing. Did you see all the videos of them singing like Aladdin? Or was it Aladdin or? No, it was fucking part of your world from The Little Mermaid. Oh, it was part of your world. That's yeah, right. That's sorry. what it was. Yeah, and of course, and then she did the mannequin challenge with all these oh like random people. Oh my god, Lindsay! What? Like I just, I just can't imagine a room what? more annoying yeah. than one where Taylor Swift is trying to overdo it while her friend, who is a theater person, yep. has control of the piano. Oh, no, no. She was playing the piano, and I think he was singing, but she had to be like, hi, I'm here also. You know also. what? Same thing. That's <laughs> awful. A combination of Taylor Swift and theater person is just yeah. And I don't a, even want to get into it, but the people listed in this mannequin challenge she did include Martha Hunt, the model, Lily Donaldson, I guess, who's a model, her brother, some woman named Leah McCarthy, who I literally spent 25 minutes on her Instagram, could not figure out who she was. So if you know, <laughs> please call. And somebody named Dr. Jari. So this is like a setup for me. And I hate it because I fell into the deepest hole. Yeah. Uh, next call. This is this next call's for you because I don't know what to say oh, about this. Oh, come on. Hi, Who Weekly. Uh, this is Alex, first time caller, long time listener, FCLL. I'm calling to chat about the Gilmore Girls revival. I was watching it this weekend and trying to decide who in the cast is a who and who is a them. I think it's pretty clear that Melissa McCarthy is the them of the show. She was barely in it. She was off at some farm. I don't even know. Anyways, she's such a them that she's too good for the show, apparently. Then, I guess, the lead characters, Lauren Graham and Alexis Bledel, are they thems? I I don't know. Alexis Bledel was in Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, which I feel like makes you a who, unless you're Blake Lively. And then, of course, I don't know, is the rest of the cast who's i hate to say it like because kelly bishop was so iconic in dirty dancing and i wish that she was a them but i just don't know if she is and then personally i'm team logan so i would hope that matt Krisky or whatever his last name is a them but if you can't pronounce his last name definitely doesn't seem like he can be a them and i guess that's it um only other person i can think of is milo once again, whatever his last name is, because he's having sort of a moment with This Is Us, but once again, can't pronounce his last name, don't really know if there are them. All right, let me know. I just want to know if you have any thoughts on the statuses of who's in them in Gilmore Girls. Thanks. Bye. Okay, so... I mean, I would call... I think they're thems. I think they're them specifically because of this revival. Yeah, Everyone's I do too. I do show. too. They're thems. And like... Alexis Bledel is like in tabloids and shit and and Lauren Graham was on Parenthood and like I feel like they're both known as the Gilmore Girls like they're this is not this is clearly their thing yeah for being famous um I, I yeah I think that's it but as for the boyfriends that that's what I was directing I at mean you, I don't really know so I don't the, know those guys I mean if you I the guy who plays Luke is named Scott Patterson 
Um, you would have no idea what his name was. So he's definitely a who. I mean, even the guy, the guy who plays Michelle is totally a who. Uh, I feel Jared Padalecki is a big CW person, but people still might think he's a who. What does that mean? Big CW person doesn't equate to really He stars in that show that's been on forever that people love, Supernatural or something. Okay, maybe not. Uh, Fine. As I'm explaining it, I'm like, you're right. No, totally. (laughs) Um, Milo Ventiglamiglia, who someone has called in before about, is on This Is Us and like is kind of a thing right now, right? And the guy that plays Logan is a thing. He was on The Good Wife and other stuff. Matt, I can't say his last name, but whatever. And everyone else pretty much, yeah, is a who. Maybe not Paris. The girl who plays Paris Geller is a thing. Kelly Bishop is definitely not a who. Uh, I don't know. Gilmore Girls are tough. I mean, these people are known for these these roles, right? So when you're known for one role, I guess you're a them. Because when you look at um, Lauren Graham and Alexis Bledel, you're like, oh, the Gilmore Girls. I know who they are. Right. Okay. Right? The other yeah. funny thing about the Gilmore Girls um, that a few people pointed out, and then I watched the entire thing, uh, was there was like an entire plot line about who's in the Gilmore Girls. Did you see this at all, Bobby, through anything? Uh, something about, I saw like B-list celebrities yeah. mentioned somewhere. So there's this like extended joke about how the inn that Lorelai works at is hosting these celebrities that are C-list, but then they name them and they're all these like funny names. And it's like, it goes on for long enough where I'm kind of like, mm, like, did they listen to the podcast? But then I realized they definitely wrote this like two years ago and the, the podcast did not exist. So <laughs> no, the Gilmore Girls like don't, uh, Amy Sherman Palladino does not listen to Who Weekly, although we would love to have her um because clearly we have some of the same interests we cannot afford to have stars hollow known as a place that welcomes b-level actors who's staying at the dragonfly taylor guys this is private information xander sakovich he's staying there oh exactly how'd you get my guest list dexter schmid oh now you're making that up he's on the list taylor who are your little birds lydia papadopoulos uh, tara grabowski taylor what does it matter who's staying at lorelei's place and how is that any of your business Mm. these are paying guests who cares what they've done hey i brought up a couple of the credits on my phone here sakovich did law and order that's not very impressive yeah who hasn't done the mother load and tara grabowski did an independent movie and a two episode arc on blue buttons bit of a stretch yeah you can't call two episodes an arc that's misleading um good answer thanks let's move on to the last call hi bobby and Lindsay. um it's helen your very loyal fan and um, I was just perusing the Daily Mail Snapchat, as I like to do, before I send emails. And I saw that Andy Cohen is dating someone named Clifton Dessencow. Dessencow? Um, I'm not quite sure. But um, the mail says he's a Harvard PhD student, and he's, like, kind of young. And... Um, I would love to know everything about him because I'm deeply, deeply compelled by Andy Cohen's dating life. And I kind of love that Andy is, like, into, like, smart, hot boys who, like, instead of study, like, environmental science at Harvard. Anyway, um, have a great day. Uh, Love you. Bye. Bobby, this is all you. Okay. Number one, rude. Number two, there's it, not much I can say about this. You just pegged this. me for Gilmore Girls. <clears throat> like, get out of here. Because you talk, you tweeted about Gilmore Girls nonstop for not, 72 hours. I tweeted okay? maybe three times about Gilmore Girls 
total, okay? How many times have you tweeted about gay men on Twitter? Let's, come on. Okay. 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 Look, so here's a photo, Lindsay. This is a photo of Andy (laughs) and his boyfriend. But this is from. Let me see. I put it in the thing. Oh my God. He's really hot, this guy. Yeah. So he's like 28. I guess at the time he was 27. But the the story was. So is Andy. Like, that's the thing about Andy Cohen. It's like, he's way older than this kid, but like, he's hot too. So I don't really have a problem with this. No, absolutely. It's not even about the age difference. (laughs) Yeah. Um, what I'm what I'm saying it was really funny because this guy really did come out of nowhere and so this the narrative that they sort of spun based on this guy's Instagrams because he hasn't said shit to anyone of course um it's Yet. been very private but they're like photographed together a lot yeah um but apparently he just met Andy at a screening of Watch What Happens Live I which is like love the, it which is like the meet cute of all meet cutes right where you just meet you're the TV host of your dreams did he get a photo a with him in. was he like oh yes. like oh so my god if you go to his instagram at the time i think it's private now but at the time it was just like he instagrammed him with andy cohen <gasps> at watch what happens live and then the caption was a very typical like so this happened or something like that he, well this this happened um yeah. and then they started dating he's a phd student at harvard what? in um in environment oh there it is environmental science and engineering so he's a smart guy goes to harvard blah 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 there was sort of a there was a rumor um in the middle of the year like may that they had broken up uh but they're apparently still together because they were just photographed at dinner together um earlier this week which is why our caller called so there's not much i can say about him but the thing that i that this call reminded me of which is the main reason i wanted to bring it up was because I remembered when this story first broke last year about his relationship with this younger guy, um, they were all, you know, whenever a story like this happens and there's only one or two photos of the person and every tabloid posts the same photo and you see the same photo everywhere. Yes. The photo that they used everywhere for for this relationship was the one I put in of them both shirtless on the boat. And then this one. So... They took their first vacation. Imagine you're dating someone new, and like, oh, and they're like, oh, I want, I want you to meet my friends. Where is this one? And it's not a party. Oh, you're gonna play. No, I'm gonna it. drop it. And it's, it's like, it's not a party. It's not dinner. It's not like anything else. It's a hundred and fifty million dollar yacht in the middle of some beautiful, like outside some beautiful sure, island. Sure. With, can you? Do you see who is in this photo? Wait, can you literally just paste it I in? I put it in. Okay, hold on. Hold on. On the left, I don't know who that is. Kelly Ripa. Is... Wait, Kelly yes! Ripa. <laughs> Kelly it's, Ripa. Who's on the other side Kelly of the Ripa table? It's Kelly Ripa and all these really, really, it's just like Kelly Ripa's family and then all these really, really rich like TV executives. And but, Andy and this kid. Where's the guy? Where's like, the boyfriend? Oh, on his left. That's him yes. with glasses. Okay. Yeah. Is so, this on like, I'm just like is this did it say it's on Bear he said it was on Barry Diller's yacht, right? Barry Diller, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. it was Barry Diller. But like I'm sorry, I can't imagine being like, Well, my it's my friend Kelly, we're gonna go hang out with my friend Kelly and her family on her yacht. I mean, of course, whatever, like that's what celebrities do. That's I guess. right. I mean, it was really funny. One of the like more viral videos of this week was did you see when Andy Cohen was a guest host on Kelly, live with Kelly or whatever? 
which oh I saw that but I didn't watch the video was of course very good at and they he told this story about how Kelly Ripa his really good friend said to him hey there's oh, something the skin cancer. yeah he was like there's something weird on your lip and he's like whatever I'm a tanorexic da 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 I don't care like didn't really do anything about it she kept calling him hey did you get that thing looked at did you get that thing checked out on your lip and he would see it in the mirror every day because when you see yourself it's really hard to see changes in you in you like even though you are the person who sees yourself the most and mm-hmm. he went to the doctor and it was fucking melanoma so she like <laughs> and of course the best part is kelly ripa's like oh you know i just i diagnose skin cancer on everyone so i love God. the idea of kelly ripa going around to different parties and going up to her friends and being like mm, that looks like a spot you should get it checked out <laughs> also one last question i <laughs> don't i remember seeing the tanorexic quote and i don't really understand what he means is tanorexic that he's addicted to tanning yeah or that yes i think he just really make any sense that's a really bad term well i think he just the way that that term is generally used is like you tan too much like you're anorexic but you're tanorexic but it has nothing to do with weight even though it implies weight i think it's just one of those words that's like a shitty leftover word from a time also, I dropped in the photo so you can see. I there you can tell that there's sparks. I'm joking. Yeah, you can't some tell. Sparks. You can't tell. Also, his like that like his, his like, bicep. His bicep is like poking out of the the shirt, and Andy's like, "Hi." His bicep is like bigger than Andy's head. It's actually kind of insane. Um, and I think that's it for this week. Uh, end on a high note. A hot bicep yeah. and a and a relationship. That's n- at least they didn't meet when he was a fetus. Twenty years, nothing. <laughs> Thank God. Honestly, that's that's our that's our new like benchmark. It's like as long as they're alive when they met. As long as they're out of the womb. Out of the out of the womb. As long as they're like post, you know, like ha- have cleared the birth canal. As long as they have cleared. As the long birth as the canal. umbilical cord has been cut. We are okay. When they met, not like started the relationship, but I'm talking about like when you met. Oh my god! Okay, we're. D- <laughs> we're oh god, very- I'm delusional. Sorry, I just saw Manchester by the Sea, and I'm very, I'm very broken up. Was it good? It was like fine. It was fine. It's just like Ugh. so bleak. Oh, I know. My well, I saw god. the trailer, and it was like we in Boston, and we all hate each other. Take this kid, adoption. Ah, like, yeah, but ugh. yeah, but the but the trailer is is set up to sell it as like this like well he's gonna become a man and he's gonna like figure it all out but it doesn't go into like all of the backstories and what makes everything so depressing so i wasn't expecting i mean every that movie sort of that's like manchester by the sea is like about crack addicts in boston and like sea fishermen or whatever sorry boston yeah, i mean i'm well, from boston i don't know so whatever. i don't know much i don't know as much about Massachusetts as you do but I'm just saying like all these these Affleck adjacent movies are all about sad Boston realities which is like people on Cape Cod smoking crack okay we need to end this <laughs> God, okay. bye. bye have a great weekend everyone bye go see Manchester by the sea you will drive yeah, yeah, yeah. they want to know Hi, everybody. I'm Kathy Lee, and I'd like to welcome you to my home. I know Regis thinks that I have no life away from him, but the truth is I have a very active life right here with my family, Frank, the human love machine, Gifford, and our two absolutely precious children, Cody and Cassidy. Maybe you've heard of them. That was a HeadGum Podcast.